are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. And a little bit of bad news, I guess. I'll get to that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by Dame Products. Try adding a toy into the mix and discover new layers of pleasure you can share, plus sex you'll look forward to. You guys, you got to go to Dame Products. Use code REALITYSTEVE to take 15% off of your first order at dameproducts.com. Also, such a great deal from Green Chef. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve135 and use code realitysteve135 to get $135 off across five boxes, plus free shipping on your first box. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. That is a hell of a deal that I've been able to get for you guys. Okay, I was going to start off with Bachelorette talk from last night. And, you know, you can go to my recap today to get a little more in depth. But since you guys are, if you're hearing this podcast before you read my recap, I do cover this in my recap, but I'll tell you guys first. Yesterday was not a good day at the gym. I was working out. And I was on the TRX machine. I was doing mountain climbers. You know what those are. Sometimes you just do them with, uh, you know, you're on, you know, you're balancing on your arms and you just run. And sometimes you do them on the BOSU where your arms are on the BOSU and you do mountain climbers because to get more stability. Well, I was on the TRX machine doing mountain climbers yesterday. It was the uh, second set of a hit workout. And... Just doing mountain climbers, planted my left leg, and it felt like a weight dropped on it. And I actually looked back because I thought something did. I've never had that feeling in my Achilles before. I immediately thought I ruptured my Achilles. Um, I don't think I did. I'm not a doctor. I have an x-ray today at 3 o'clock. I'll know exactly what my diagnosis is. However, if you are a doctor or you're in that field and you maybe want to send me an email, even though, you know, I'm just going to give you a description. But, um, yeah, I planted, felt like a weight fell on my Achilles. I, but I can walk, not with a, you know, serious limp, but I can walk. I can put pressure on it. I can move my foot. In a little that my left, it happened to my left foot. In a little bit of range of motion, in that I can, you know, flex my foot backwards. Um, if you pinch up and down the Achilles, it's tender and it is swelling. Uh, it's not black and blue, and it's not huge swelling, but it's definitely tender up until the bottom of my calf, and then nothing above that. And yeah, I've been icing it all day yesterday and I have my appointment today, but man, definitely scary. The music was on in the gym, so I don't know if there was a pop. I, because of just what I read online, you know, symptoms of torn Achilles, I don't think the thing is fully torn because I don't think I'd be able to move my leg at all. I don't think I'd be able to flex my foot because if your Achilles is is completely torn, it, it it's not attached and you wouldn't be able to flex your foot, right? <laughs> Based on what I've read. 
Uh, but I definitely think it's severely strained or even partially torn because there's no way it's not. I can't, you know, my guess is whatever the, you know, when I get the x-ray today, I'm going to leave that doctor's office in a boot uh, because I can't, you know, walk. I mean, I can, I can, I can walk, but it's just not putting any major pressure on it. I'm just, it's a severe limp and a severe hobble. So that was my Monday. That was a hell of a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, I'm really disappointed um, just because I felt like I've made some progress in the gym and I don't want to be set back by this. If I get a boot, I'm still, at least I can do upper body and go to the gym. But yeah, this was definitely a setback. Um, and it sucks. So not thrilled, <laughs> to say the least. Bachelorette last night. My recap is on realitysteve.com, or it will be in about an hour. It'll be up at about, um, oh, 9, 9.45 Eastern time, roughly, maybe 10 a.m. Eastern time at the latest. Um, You know, this episode, again, they, they love to stick to themes on an episode. Last week, for the first hour and 45 minutes, it was Gabby is never going to be loved by anybody in this world. And then the last 15 minutes, they flip the switch, and three guys reject Rachel. Now... They just rode that Rachel gets rejected train all freaking night. And it was, it was bad. You know, I, I felt bad for Rachel, you know, and you look at the group date. And so Gabby has a group date where the men are fighting for her and Rachel gets to join and her guys join. And, you know, look, we had this same kind of deal happen on Claire's season where Claire got upset that the guys weren't paying attention to her. The thing is, we don't specifically know if the guys were told by producers, when you go to the group date, just stand here. I mean, I guess they could have looked over at uh, Rachel. I mean, Rachel was just looking for somebody to glance over at her and wink at her or wave, and she got nothing. But I bet you they were told you are to not go over and sit next to Rachel because I got to believe these guys would have. And that's the stuff that, like, behind the scenes, we just don't know. And I don't know if we're ever going to get an answer to that because no producer's ever going to come out and say, yeah, we weren't allowed, we were telling them not to do that because this is the exact reaction we wanted to get. Like, this show is, I know I say this every year, and I know that a lot of you want to not believe it, but if you're really watching this show uh, in hopes that you see love stories developing and connections. It's just, it's not about that stuff. Those will happen on it, but that is so secondary. It's probably further down the line than secondary. This show is going to have drama every single episode, as stupid as it may be. And not saying this drama was stupid, but I'm just saying those guys were brought into that date. And for none of them to even look in Rachel's direction or go sit down next to her, I'm, I'm, of the assumption that they were told not to. And that's just production fucking with Rachel because they knew if she doesn't get any attention from them, they don't even look at her, wave to her, wink at her, sit next to her. She's going to be upset. Who wouldn't be? Claire did the same exact thing. So I don't think that there was any sort of real overreaction on Rachel's part, but we just don't know if the men were put up to that. And she, you know, made that known to them. And I don't want to say chewed them out, but she made it known like, hey, guys, you guys did nothing yesterday. I felt not wanted. So there's that. There's the Hayden stuff. 
the Hayden commenting about his ex is better than them and claiming that Gabby called herself rough around the edges a couple times. We don't know if she ever did. So to be fair, maybe Hayden was telling the truth on that. If he wasn't, then he just made that up completely out of thin air. But the other things that he said just were unacceptable. And I just, everything he said was unacceptable. And just like Logan last week, it's in my uh, recap today. When my recap goes up, you'll see if I, I embedded Hayden's Instagram account into my column today. And you'll see he did apologize. And again, it's just, it's a nice apology. He didn't say like editing splice that up. That's not what I said. I didn't mean it. He just said it wasn't a good night for me. I wasn't in the greatest of headspace going on that show. I probably, I don't think he said I probably shouldn't have gone on, but he does admit like not great headspace, but still not an excuse for, for what I said and what I did. And, and I apologize to Rachel and Gabby for what he said. And, you know, there's no reason. There, I mean, you can sit there and say that apology sucked. I don't believe him. It's like, okay, but he's not on the show anymore. And we're moving on. Like, we shouldn't talk about Hayden for more than 10 more seconds today. He apologized. Let's move on. He's going to be on Paradise. Not for very long, but he is going to be on Paradise. So we can bring it up then. And then we have the Logan stuff, which leads into next episode. And again, this isn't Logan. Like, the way they presented it, they're making it seem like Logan's being schemy. I didn't notice anything schemy about what he did. He's clearly making it known that I'm struggling taking a rose from Rachel. So clearly he's going to talk to her and go and join Gabby's team, quote unquote, next week. And yeah, that'll upset Rachel. But what does she want him to do? Not stay with her when he doesn't when he feels more of a connection with Gabby. So. That'll happen next week, but uh, a lot more to go over in uh, today's recap. If you want to, uh, if you want to check that out, remember yesterday I was talking about things where I just because I'm talking now twenty minutes a day on this podcast, I'll just say stuff that's just wrong and misspeak a few times. Yesterday, perfect example. A couple of you pointed it out to me, so thank you. And I didn't go back and listen to yesterday's, so I wouldn't have known this. I kept calling it the $25,000 pyramid from Sunday night that Tasha and Matt James were on. It's the $100,000 pyramid. <laughs> it's, and I just kept calling it $25,000. Now, granted, it was the $25,000 pyramid back in the 80s. That was the show I used to watch. But when they rebooted it and put it on ABC and run it as part of their Sunday night programming, it's the $100,000 pyramid. Sorry about that. Also, a lot of you got a kick out of the fact that I couldn't think of any words with the letter X in them yesterday when I was like, xylophone, Xanax, x-ray. And look, I understand. There's over, there's so many words. I mean, my gosh, apex, hoax, sex, X's, exam, annex. I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a screen right now with, Four-letter words with X in it, five-letter words with X in it, six-letter words, seven-letter words. Like, there's obviously plenty of words with X. But I think that goes to show, yes, it's very easy for you to say, oh, look at all these words that have X in it. How did you not know? I'm just saying, when you're sitting there and you're playing for money and there's a timer going, you blank. And yesterday, not that I was playing a game, but I'm kind of on a timer because I'm trying to keep my show to only 20 minutes. And I basically asked myself a question in the moment 
and then was like, okay, or words with X. Um, yeah, if I would have taken way more time, I would have gotten a ton of words and a, a ton of words would have come to me. But yeah, I think that's the whole, that's the whole deal is like, it's one thing to just have all the time in the world and just be like, oh, there's so many words with the letter X in it. And here they are. But when you're sitting there playing on a game show and there's $100,000 at stake, I bet you it doesn't come to you as easy. Kind of like yesterday uh, for me. But, yeah, I think um, I think there's really it, – it, it's just not it's just not easy is basically what I'm saying. Um, so here's uh, something that came up yesterday in regards to Big Brother. This was uh, written by former podcast guest – Emily Longeretta. So we know that Xavier went on Big Brother last year a couple weeks before his brother had died. Or soon before he entered the Big Brother house last summer, his brother had died. Well, Emily did a story just recently because Xavier obviously was eliminated last week on the challenge. And uh, we find out, let me pull up the story here. Um, only He said only a couple people, only one person knew, but two weeks before flying out to Argentina for the challenge, one of his cousins was murdered, and then a week after that, his grandmother's body shut down, and she passed away. So, yeah, her funeral was two days before he left for Argentina. So is that the reason why they lost in the arena to David? And um, I, I can't remember. I keep forgetting her name, but she won one of the seasons of um, Love Island. Is that the reason? No, but that's a lot to weigh on a guy, especially after the last summer where he went into it after his brother died. Like that's, that's tough. I I did not know that about Xavier. I I feel horrible for him. He seems like a really good guy. Um, One of the best winners ever, according to most people in big brother world. I've heard nothing but good things about that guy. So, Obviously, wish them all the best, but that's got to be tough. A cousin murdered and your grandmother dies within two weeks of leaving for filming? That's brutal. There's really no way to segue into the next story that's an easy transition, so I'm just going to start talking about it, and it's what I brought up yesterday in, in regards to Deshaun Watson. As I said yesterday, the decision was going to come down by a judge. I thought he should be suspended for a year, but I thought they're going to give him eight games. Well, they gave him less. They gave him six. And I really, you know, if you're a Cleveland Brown fan and, you know, you go to a game and put a dog mask on and eat dog food and, you know, the whole dog pound thing, and you know, we get it. Um, I, I, I understand fan is short for fanatic, but I do not understand how you could support that team this year. And it's not just because Deshaun Watson's on the team. It's how they've gone about it. Yes, Deshaun Watson misses six games, the first six games, as of right now, because the NFL is going to appeal this and probably going to give him more. But as of right now, six games. He's going to lose $337,000. He signed a $230 million contract. None of his signing bonus he's missing. The only thing he's going to miss is $337,000. That is nothing. Who cares? 
So what's the penalty here? Oh, he misses six games. He, great. That means he's also playing in 11. I, I mean, there, the thing that, and if you if you have any sort of opinion on this, I, I don't think you're allowed to have an educated opinion on this until you read what the judge wrote yesterday. I mean, it says it right there in her conclusion. The judge. This is the biggest suspension for a nonviolent crime. Nonviolent? What does that... Yes, it was nonviolent, but it was also considered assault. He's got a $45 million signing bonus and an annual salary that's not even touched by him missing these first six weeks. Oh, and by the way, the schedule makers, the people that break down who's got the toughest and who's got the easiest schedule. Do you know what has the easiest schedule in the NFL next week, next year, this upcoming season, over the first six games, according to the statisticians? You guessed it, the Cleveland Browns. The judge, in her summary yesterday, said that the NFL proved their case. The judge said Deshaun Watson's behavior was predatory. They suggested he can only use in-house masseuses. She used the phrase, his behavior was egregious. And here's an exact quote. He used status as an NFL player, as a pretext to engage in premeditated pattern of predatory behavior. And he got six games. It's an embarrassment. The NFL is going to fight for more, and they might get more. But what, if they bump it up to eight, he's still playing more than he's sitting. 17-game schedule, nine versus eight. He should be suspended for the whole year. How can the judge write that, admit the NFL proved its case, even called Deshaun's behavior predatory, saying it was premeditated pattern of predatory behavior, but yet you gave him six games? I, there's just there's no there's nothing to defend this. If you're one of these people that is a Cleveland Brown fan and you're trying to find the silver lining in all this and trying to be like, well, they didn't, you know, he was never convicted. He also settled with 23 of the 24 women. Do you honestly think he settled because he did absolutely nothing wrong? Do you think 24 women got together and just said, let's go frame Deshaun Watson? It's like the very it's like the Tiger Woods case. One woman came forward about his cheating and then 15 others came forward. And it became known. I mean, before that all came out, I mean, I worked in the sports world. I had heard the stories about Tiger for years. But it took one woman to come out and then others come forward. That's exactly what happened in this situation. Deshaun Watson made 66 appointments with masseuses in a 17-month span. Do you think he's doing that because he really wants to see 66 different women to see how they do their massages? Of course not. And every single one of his massages was done in a private room. He brought his own towel, and there were no cameras involved. So he could never, ever get caught for what he was doing. Why do you think that's? Why do you think he went to sixty-six different masseuses in seventeen months? I mean, it's all right there. You gotta, you gotta read this statement yesterday from the judge. The judge's summary of this. If you read it, you would have been like, "Oh, okay, so you, oh, so you suspended him for a year." Wait, you spent them six games? You just you just said the NFL proved their case. 
You just said he used it. He, you just called his pred- behavior predatory. You suggested he only use in-house masseuses now. His behavior was egregious in a premeditated pattern of predatory behavior. And they gave him six games. It's unbelievable. And again, the NFL, just the image shot they're taking on how they obviously do not care about women. They don't. You can have your you can have your breast cancer month in uh, October like they do with the pink towels and all that. They don't care. They don't. I'm sorry. They've had enough things that come up. The Ray Rice story, remember that? Ray Rice got two games when we found out he had a domestic violence case against his girlfriend. It was either his girlfriend or his fiance. It might have been his wife. And then the video comes out of him slugging her in a ho- in a hotel elevator and dragging her out of it. Oh, now we give him the full season. And they knew about the tape. They'd seen it. They were just hoping it wouldn't get out. You really think these people care about women? No, they're caring about protecting their own ass. Oh, I could go on forever. But all I can say is if you're interested in this case, in this Deshaun Watson case, I suggest you read the judge's statement from yesterday. It's mind-boggling because her wording does not match up with her penalty whatsoever. Anyway, that's enough of that. Thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow with yet another show. So until then, I'm Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. See you.